you know, the big thing is you, you always deal with um, your own identity as an immigrant and you question how that squares with the identity of being an American. That's Carlos Angel Barajas. He's an immigrant from Michoacán, Mexico. He now lives in San Diego and he's 29. But he was barely two years old when he first arrived to the United States in 1991. What he's talking about here is identity, not in terms of his gender, his height, or his profession. And I know for me early on, um, looking in the mirror, it was difficult to see American because for a long time I felt that American looked a certain way, like Captain America. And you never saw Latino Captain America or Latino uh, Superman or Latino Batman. And all these American icons all looked a certain way and all the American presidents looked and spoke a certain way. It took me to see people who looked like me doing incredible things to realize that like, th there could be a Latino Captain America, why not? For Carlos, it took a role model like Raul Julia, who once played Shakespeare's King Lear, to come to this realization that American identity is not about what is presented for you in media or in pop culture. It's what you make of it. Because making your own identity is part of the American experience. That's what it means to live in America. It's that place where freedom is so wide-reaching that anything is possible. To live in America. Stories of the immigrant experience. My name is Luis Gomez, co-host of The Conversation. And in this first of a five-part miniseries, you'll hear from other immigrants who will tell us, in their own words, what it means to be an American. What do they see when they look in a mirror? Do they see an immigrant or do they see an American? Before we get started here, there's a few things I got to say about this podcast. All the audio you're about to hear are the results of more than 16 interviews conducted by the San Diego Union Tribune. And it's all part of a multimedia project called Our Immigrant Story which you can check out at SanDiegoUnionTribune.com. So, you have spent all of your life in your own native country. You've seen or heard about America only through media or from others who have visited or come from there. But what happens when you, yourself, as an immigrant, arrive to America for the very first time? What is that like? You know, clearly there is great dissonance. So just to put things in perspective, when I left home, that was the first time ever I had flown on an airplane. And I would fly all the way across the Atlantic uh, to come from Mumbai to JFK Airport. When I land at JFK Airport, that was the first time I was at such a big airport with multiple terminals. And I had no idea that airports would have multiple terminals. And to go from terminal one or one terminal to the other was a little bit of a project for me, looking for uh, directions and looking like a, you know, how should I say, like a first-time traveler or an immigrant. The person you're hearing right now is Pradeep Kosa. He's an immigrant from India. And he came to the U.S. in the early 80s to complete his grad studies in robotics. His resume is quite impressive. He's now the chancellor at the University of California in San Diego. But like many immigrants... Who have come to America and made great contributions, Pradeep was also faced with a country that challenged his own understanding of the land. That, that was an interesting experience. It actually put me in a territory which was uncomfortable. At the same time, I had to navigate it, otherwise I wasn't going anywhere. Does America change people? 
Is there something in America that immigrants seek? Perhaps something that will improve their lives, their place in the world, their sense of self? In many of the interviews we conducted, many expressed a similar quality that threads all of these stories together. That the opportunities and freedoms afforded in this country enrich their lives. My name is Evgenia Golik and I'm an artist and I feel grateful to live here and have opportunities like doing art full-time, for example, or travel and get to know people with all kinds of different backgrounds and cultures. So I really feel like that enriches my culture and makes me more compassion and makes me a better person. Vijnia Golik is from Russia, and she came to the U.S. 13 years ago in 2005. And in America, she's living the life she wanted. She's an artist. She and her husband live in San Diego with their daughter. She even has friends who speak Russian. Most significantly, though, she says she lives in a place where cultures from all over the world are accessible. To be an American, um, I feel especially lucky to be here uh, and especially in California because I feel like living in this country you get your horizons um, are just more open because you get to meet people from all over the world and you understand other cultures better once you get to know stories of other people and it just makes you a better person. <laughs> so for me, it's about being in touch with other cultures and be more free. Immigrants come to this country because it's a free country. It's a common theme in every conversation we hear from immigrants. And for some, to be free means freedom from fear, fear of harm, injustice, prejudice. In this next interview, we hear from Delquaz Ahmed, who tells us what it means to live in America. What I'm grateful, I'm grateful that this country is a land of freedom and opportunities. And you can do anything. You can be anybody if you choose and if you decide to be. I'm grateful that I'm safe. I'm grateful that I'm not worried about my kids being under bombing or somebody kidnapped them. I am grateful that if somebody violates my right, I have a right to pursue justice. I'm grateful that I'm able to pursue justice, not just for myself, for a lot of people who doesn't have voice. They feel that they don't have voice, but we advocate for them every day and we able to, to bring right to them. I'm able to be who I am. I'm proud to be who I am today. This is a lot. In Iraq, where she's from, she wasn't just a woman. She says that living as a Kurdish woman in Baghdad is quite difficult in a male-dominated culture. She also faced discrimination, racism, but not only that, her work involves helping women escape domestic violence. She says that gave her a really bad reputation, and with that came threats. I was threatened. I was the only woman. We built a shelter, domestic violence shelter, and that shelter culturally was prohibited because we all belong to the culture that it's a male-dominated culture. Who am I to take a woman from her husband and to protect her? So I was threatened by a lot of guys who we were trying to, to protect their wives and their daughters. It wasn't easy for me, but we were not able to do anything. 
when the law is not with you, when we don't have a, have a law in place to protect women, who we were, we wasn't, we wouldn't be able to do anything, just protect them and not bring justice to them. We are not able to do that, just protecting their life. Yes, I was threatened by many, many guys, many. So what does it mean to live in America? Whole life, it means to be who I am. It means to be myself. It means to drive to work every day, feel safe. It's being able to be who you are, to apply for any universities, to apply for any job. It's just, you just need to believe in yourself and do a good work. It means a lot that I am going every day to, to my field of work and being able to save lives, to empower women, to tell them that, you know what, you have a right to be safe, you have a right to be happy, you have a right to stay away from violence. Dokwaz Ahmed still does some of the same work that she did in Iraq. She works for a nonprofit here in San Diego, helping survivors of domestic violence. Peace, freedom, safety, all of these things you get in America. These things can change a person. But what happens when this America is all you've ever known? What happens when, out of the blue, you learn a truth that you didn't know about yourself? My immigration story is a little different from, I think, what a lot of people imagine when they think of an Asian immigrant from Hong Kong. This is Tom Wong. He was born in China. He came to the U.S. when he was just two years old, when his parents brought him and his brother to find a better life. As you can imagine, Tom grew up immersed in the American culture, growing up in Riverside, California. But as he grew older, he learned something was amiss. When I was 16 years old, my parents told me that I was undocumented, that we were here without papers. So just like a lot of other young DACA recipients now, it's a, it was a very similar story. I grew up here thinking that I could do anything. Uh, but when it came time to get a first job, uh, when it came time to get a driver's license, my parents kept saying, no, 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 you can't do these things. And I thought I just had strict Asian parents, but I kept pressing and pressing and pressing, and eventually they told me that I was undocumented. And so at that point, things got very difficult because the future that I envisioned for myself, uh, I didn't really understand what it meant to be undocumented, but my sort of understanding of it was that I couldn't do the things that I thought that I could do. I couldn't go on to college. I couldn't have the career that I wanted to have. And I couldn't essentially follow along with my friends as they moved on to their next step. I was essentially left behind. But Tom eventually caught up and he didn't do too bad. He struggled to get into the University of California in Riverside, but he eventually got in. From there, it was just a trajectory of success. He went from getting his bachelor's to his master's, now his PhD. He's married with three kids and he was naturalized in 2011. So for him, he says, becoming a U.S. citizen is critically important. It comes with big responsibilities, he says, like voting. And even after all he's been through, living in America, thinking you're a citizen, then realizing you're not, then becoming one, Tom says he's come full circle. I think being an American to me means having opportunity. No matter who you are, no matter where you're from, if you have something to contribute, then what it means to be an American is having an opportunity to put your best foot forward and making that contribution. To put your best foot forward, to make that contribution. Is that what it means to live in America? 
there's anything we've heard so far in these interviews is that the American dream is still alive. And it's evident from the immigrants who make up our communities. They're doctors, they're teachers, they're lawyers. They run restaurants. They run small businesses, big businesses. A big driving force behind this engine that we call the spirit of America, it's this desire to work, a desire to be productive, a desire to provide or to be a lifeline for someone else. No calling is greater than that which calls us to selflessly carry the weight of others. In the next episode, we'll explore what it means for immigrants to take up this calling. The call to work, to provide support for more than the self. Join me for the episode two of this five-part miniseries, and thank you for listening. This podcast is part of a multimedia project by the San Diego Union Tribune, and it's called Our Immigrant Story, which can be found at San Diego Union tribune.com slash immigrants to live in america is hosted and co-produced by me Luis gomez along with abby hamlin and editor lara hockley interviews were conducted by Luis cruz eduardo contreras melvin cepeda howard lippin and alejandro tamayo our art comes from gloria oregoso thank you for listening